When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, man? What's going on? It's good to see you. Where am I supposed to go over here? Yeah, just chill right there. Uh, we're just all staying together like a happy fun bunch. Yeah. Happy group. We're all staying together like a happy fun bunch. Yeah. Happy group. was a, a friend of the show, Eminem, up at the top there. <laughs> friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Hey, listen, he was right on that one. <laughs> I love the fact that Eminem was able to make Marky Mark visibly uncomfortable on TRL. <laughs> he was so uh, irreverent back then, Eminem. Yeah. And then Marky Mark comes on in the clip. And like, just with the biggest sourpuss on Old man face. Wahlberg. All right, Stoppies, we're here to rap at ya. We're here to... Yo, rapping and tapping and tapping and tapping and tapping. Boom, bapping. Yeah, we are, we're sitting here with a backwards baseball cap. In our Calvin Klein. <laughs> In our Calvin uh, Klein. Boxer briefs with just the saggiest pants. We're telling you not to hit those funny cigarettes. The vibe of this, uh, of the music that we're going to be talking about today, which is, of course, Marky Mark and the funk bunch besides being funkless it, it just has that like air of a like motivational speaker that like comes to your high school in the 90s and tells you that crack is whack you know what I mean yeah. let's let's talk about crack he's like sitting in a uh, like a like a classroom chair like backwards right yeah exactly arms folded like uh, I've been where like you been minds. <laughs> like what's her name Michelle Pfeiffer in the, yes. in the, uh, the music video for, for Gangsta's Gangsta Paradise, Paradise. yep yeah. I you took me right there that's mm-hmm. that's where we're at <laughs> we're stiltedly awkwardly forcing syllables <laughs> through the fucking head of a needle here and clobbering some uh, classic samples and um appropriating all of it for personal gain and uh it worked i guess because <laughs> marky mark and uh you know where are the funky bunch today that's what i want to know a mere five years later he'd be finger blasting reese witherspoon <laughs> on the Six years later, he was uh, Dirk Diggler. Yep. Have you seen that? Boogie Nights? Yeah. I know of it. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> it's his only good I'm, movie. I'm here that's to talk about one, music. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's his best. Sorry, I just stepped in. Yeah, we got to... Yeah. I don't want to be rude. I know I haven't been introduced, but that is not Mark Wahlberg's <laughs> only good movie. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, we're here to tag... We got to tag in an expert here. Uh, we have uh, Sean Sullivan and I... Oh, Two Boys in a Balcony. Right. The New England Film Podcast. Where our patron saint, Mark Wahlberg, watches over us each week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do you have like a, you know... Our favorite son of New England? Yeah, Mark (laughs) Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) Yeah, who else is on the mantle there? Oh, uh, people uh, from Holding It Down. I mean, you got uh, Ben and Matt, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Mm -hmm. Of course. And uh, Mark Wahlberg. That's the Holy Trinity. Yeah, I don't know that you need a third, a fourth. (laughs) (laughs) No, probably not. They got it all covered. Those uh, those three guys and Robin Williams. He's he's in there as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, with his excellent Boston accent. <laughs> yep. His just seamless, perfect. I, I thought he was from Southie. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, it really took me Talking about thought, my wife's thoughts. <laughs> they were loud enough to wake her up, man. That's <laughs> And she didn't know. It's not, it wasn't his fault. Um, Yes, Sean Sullivan is also a very funny comedian, and uh, we are very lucky to have him on the on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. But uh, and and the podcast that you do, Two Boys in a Balcony. Tell tell us about the podcast. What what makes you an expert on uh, old Mac here? Oh, so uh, so each week, me and uh, my buddy Bill McMorrow, we uh, we choose a different film that takes place in New England, and we do kind of what you guys do, and uh, we take a little deep dive into uh, the movie, how it was made, and then we just kind of joke about it and riff on it. Uh, but we do uh, good movies, too. We don't just oh, okay. strictly do uh, dog shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is definitely the, the latest we've ever started recording, and I, the reason for that is that uh, we fucked up bad, Stoppies. Dude, we're fucking up all over we're town. We're fucking up all over town. You're Heather right. and I listened to the first Marky Mark and the yeah. Funky Bunch album, and our guest Sean listened to the second Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch album, yeah, which was all, completely our fault. It completely. But we, we all made mistakes. <laughs> So Most been, of them was listening to any Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch album to begin with. So we've spent a good portion of time we've, we should have been recording, uh, catching up on each other's Marky Mark albums. So we can try to stitch together an actual workable episode here. Yeah, so wish us luck, The stoppies. things we do for love. Yeah, or yeah. hate. <laughs> but you know what? It's to the benefit of your uh, listeners that they get to experience... <laughs> the full breadth. <laughs> Holy moly, yeah. this fucking guy. I mean, luckily, both albums are the same. Yeah, except well, one sure. of them has an... They both have at least one totally insane song that we're gonna really delve into, and then they have, you know, inexplicably, like, 15 other five-minute songs that yeah. say nothing. They, these guys... Guys, uh, they love uh, to stretch. They didn't. We're not. They're not short. These songs. No. They were no. Going. They're like. They're like. What the fuck does Marky Mark and Donnie D, uh, Don Wahlberg, his uh, older brother, who uh, from New Kids know, on the Block, who produced the album, famously uh, is the guy who killed uh, um, Bruce Willis, Bruno. In, uh, oh, sure. In the Wait, sense. he was the one. Oh, oh. boy. <laughs> boy, oh, boy, Mike. If ever there were a spoiler to give in The Sixth Sense, uh, that's... That's a deep cut right yeah. there. I um, mean, look, if you haven't seen The Sixth Sense by now, like, if, if you think there's anyone in the fucking entire world who could have The Sixth Sense spoiled for them at this point? I mean, maybe some Zoomers. I don't care about them. No. They're not going to watch it anyway. They're, they're, they don't have the attention span. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, no, I got a question. No, so I didn't dive into his biography be- um because I just get so nervous whenever I read about him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My heart just like pitter patters, and I just you know I just can't handle it. He's too good. But was he an under was was he an underwear model? Did that come first or did that come I, after? I think it came between our two albums. Betwixt. Yeah. So yeah. he was just like he was just like a fucking scumbum from Dorchester, and then yeah, and then he went right. to he went to prison after blinding a Vietnamese man. Uh, yes. And, and look, we gotta we're gonna go through the hate crimes of Mike Wahlberg. We gotta <laughs> these this. I do know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a history. Yeah. He sure does. Do you well, want to want to rap about the rap sheet? Should we? Well, uh, let me just first tell you how he became an underwear model, and then okay. we'll go oh, back sure. to the hate yeah, crime. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah we got to go. Uh, so after this one particular hate crime where he blinded a Vietnamese man, Which he went he to did. prison, and he got jacked in prison. Uh, and when he got out, um, his bro- he d- briefly joined the new kids on the block. But oh, he did? Like, yep. They oh, really- I did not know that. Which his brother Donnie was in with. Uh, can we name the other members of New Kids no, on no, the no. Block? Off I to- can. Off top, can you, yeah. Can I, you name them? Mike? I know. I know. I definitely. Jordan can get them all. Knight. Jordan yep. Knight. Another one. Danny Wood. There's another the, one. 
Jonathan Knight. Jo- oh, they're, they're brothers. And man. who's the other one who had the solo career that like had one single? Joey McIntyre. Joey McIntyre. All right, I'm sorry. Look, we're you call yourselves a music <laughs> podcast? You can't name all the members of the New Kids on the Block. We haven't done an episode. Listen, on we it were yet. like, oh, well, you never will because those albums are great. <laughs> the first album with Hanging Top album? and the real stuff. Yeah, he, even the Christmas album. He says, <laughs> My the, dude. the original Dropkick Murphys and the New Kids on the Block. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, if you're not proud of them, then you're not really from Massachusetts. <laughs> I mean, Death Before Dishonor had a sick cover of Hanging Tough. <laughs> so then he uh, he got a, he was in New Kids on the Block. They realized he couldn't sing, so his brother Donnie put him on. He's like, I'm gonna you know make some uh, beats for you. You can be a rapper. Uh, and isn't that cute? When he came out with the video, we all had older brothers telling us we could be anything we wanted, <laughs> right? <laughs> How do you think the other Wahlberg? Because there's more Wahlbergs. Than there's just seven those more two. Wahlbergs. <laughs> Wait, there's seven he Wahlbergs. Has seven siblings. Is that what he the burgers are siblings. made out of? <laughs> no, Jesus. <laughs> the lesser Wahlbergs. <laughs> the soy that green burger. <laughs> <laughs> Wahlbergers is Wahlbergs. <laughs> all right. So to to finish the Shaggy Dog story, he did a video for a song called Good Vibrations, which is the one yes. song everyone knows by Marky Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that video, he was jacked, he was yep. shirtless. Calvin Klein saw that and said, I gotta get this guy. Yeah. So do, now, was he dropping his pants before the underwear deal, or did that come after? Because that's what he's the most known for, is he would go to like... He'd do yeah. like a concert you in a see school a video. gym and he would drop his yeah. pants and walk around like <laughs> yeah. and a I, fucking toddler. Right. Yeah. I even Oh I read, my god, what a sexy big baby boy. <laughs> I actually He is hairless. <laughs> I read an old uh, LA Times article from the era, you know, from like ninety one, uh, where they do compare him. They're like, you know, his pants dropping routine, uh, Recalls uh, uh, the confusion of a potty training toddler. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know where that falls in the timeline, though. So, um, let's go back to the hate crimes. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, what a transition. Um, so he had a couple. He had a couple in the mid before the Vietnamese uh, uh, gentleman. Wow. He had one where he was he was on a field trip and uh, he was chasing some. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, African American boys and yep. and then. <laughs> Yep. Yelling uh, the N-word at them and yep. then getting people to come over and yell the N-word more. Oh, but that was like the most popular sport in Boston at the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was yelling slurs at yeah. Yeah, people of color. Yeah, yep. Nobody even noticed. Right. He was from Dorchester. He was from yeah. Dorchester, from, right. And he and grew so up he, in the projects. And his parents probably, like that generation was extremely upset about the idea of you know, black and white kids going to school together. Right. In the 70s when it was forced integration. But look, he... He learned his lesson. He started the Funky Bunch, all black other than him. All black other than him, doing very little doing besides very little, basically just, just standing there. being his token black friends. Yeah. It just seems like he's got like five hype men. Yeah. And then occasionally there's like group vocals where they all like just yell the same thing at the same time, but none of them take verses. It's not like the Wu-Tang Clan. Where no. Like, no, they're not. They weren't allowed to pull any weight. My answer to where are the Funky Bunch now is that actually I met one of the members of the Funky Bunch. I can't necessarily map his face now to what he, who he was back then. I haven't like been able to figure it out. Well, the years haven't been kind to the Funky Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was... Uh... Mark Wahlberg still looks like a golden god, but the oh. other oh, guy's yeah. taggered. That's why he's so successful. But uh, the, the Funky Bunch man that I met was uh, at a uh, Somerville Media Center fund- fundraiser event recently. And he was Let's actually give it back very to the nice. Community. He really 
was. He was. A, he was a good guy. That's great. Shout, shout out, out to everyone else in the funky. Hey, shout out to everyone. You weren't responsible for this. No. Um, okay, so we had that hate crime. Sorry, we're jumping all over the place, but we gotta. I, I think it is very important to contextualize, especially because there's such like this. It's a small world, you know. Let's all get along, peace, and like racial oh, the unity. Core of all this music. Yeah, this all this bullshit, and then that coupled with the, you know, preemptive like, well, you think I'm a white guy that can't rap because I'm taking advantage of the culture, but I am not. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, let me take all these samples from all these black artists and then, like, not really credit them and then, like, ruin all of it. <laughs> like, really bad. Like, there's nothing really, there's nothing good on either of these two albums. Some of the beats are not that bad. Shout out to Donnie D. Well, because the beats are all yeah, just Don- cobbled together from other people's art, you right. know? They're but just that was, all samples. That was back when you could still sample without getting sued to shit and... I mean, it's no Paul's Boutique or anything, but there's some pretty decently cut up samples. There are also some really bad beats, too, you know. But I, I did, I did kind of think about, I'm like, try to contextualize these albums. They came out in 91, 92, um, which, by the way, we're going to do piece, bits Selections. and pieces of both albums. Right. And I was, like, looking at, you know, what else came out in 91, like, you know, because this is corny as shit. And it's like, what else? You know, maybe that's just where hip hop was at this time. You know, that's where uh, it was still pretty nascent in 91. But then, like, also released in 91, Low End Theory by A Tribe Called Quest. Right. De La Soul is Dead. We Can't Be Stopped by Ghetto Boys. Cypress Hills, self-titled. Evil for Zagging by N.W.A. Tupocalypse Now. Like, there was some good shit. And even... Ed OG. Ed OG and the Bulldogs. Life of a Kid in the Ghetto. Like, right right next door to Marky Mark. Yeah, I, I, I almost, I'm sorry, who? Uh, <laughs> Ed OG, the, uh, the, oh, one of know, the only yeah. rappers from Boston that anyone ever gave a shit about. Oh, really? Even just a little bit. So Ed OG and the Bulldogs, that's the name of the uh, the outfit? Yep. And he he did this song. Um, but we I'm different. really we really needed to hear the hot takes from fucking you know Marky hate crime Mark well, just I mean, spelling his name over and over again for fucking fifty minutes. <laughs> he did he did his he did his uh, he did his little bid. He did some time. Mm-hmm. He got out. And then didn't he like really half acidly like try to apologize to the guy like no. two thousand six? I think he basically said that he wished he had apologized. I know. Yeah. And then uh, but didn't. Actually, right? No. <laughs> At that point, you know, we were all so amazed that he came out and said that if he had been on Flight 93 or <laughs> Oh, yeah. He oh would have stopped 9-11 single-handedly if he'd been on the plane. So I, I think things would have gone a little bit different. He, he's there. a guy that just can't fucking not say something stupid all the time. Oh, man. Do you think he's a good actor? I think he is good when he's doing certain things. Uh, like when he's like an underdog, he's fine. Yeah. He's good because he. I, I he's, think he's good when he plays someone dumb. He's a yeah. generic everyman. Right, right, right. He's got to He can't be because if he, if he's in a like a higher status thing, like if he's the higher uh, status in the movie, he's just an asshole. Like, and it's just like it doesn't work. He's got to be. He's got to have a chip on his shoulder the whole time. Yeah, that's what like works. Like he's great in the other guys with Will Ferrell. That's a good movie. Uh, the Perfect Storm. He's okay in that. I, I I did like that movie when it came out. Yeah, yeah he's he's I forgot great. about a perfect. The he's perfect great story. in The Departed. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's only in it for like fifteen minutes, but he got nominated for an, uh, for best Academy supporting Award, actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and rightly so. He's just he takes like the little that he has in that movie and he fucking runs with it. He does. Boogie Nights. He's incredible. He's, yeah, but that's another movie where it's like he's a playing a guy that no one believes in, 
and right. he's got to he's got to prove it. That's his. And whole, he's dumb. His character's dumb. And he's also he but excels he, in roles as dummies. But, but he even he, like all these like the big dickhead dummies. All of his lyrics are all about him trying to just fucking prove that he's legit. And that's like that's his whole core philosophy is that he's yeah. constantly trying to prove to everybody that he's. Well, something and, that fucking matters. Yeah. And one would That's imagine... That's why he blinded that guy, probably. Um, no, we're not about to justify that. I would say that he... <laughs> not justify. I know, but uh, I'm not... It sounds like you're justifying. I'm trying to psychoanalyze him. <laughs> no, I'm thinking that he's... I, I mean, he grew up in Dorchester in the 80s. So, like, this is a kid in the projects with, you know, seven fucking brothers. Like, he was probably poor and, and one scrapping. one of those brothers is, like, the top pop star... In the you're right in, in the world in the world at that point yeah so like you know you do have a lot to prove you have a lot to prove to your community to your you know to your family um, to the world being in the shadow of Donnie and and it makes sense it makes sense that that's what he connects to but it it doesn't excuse <laughs> definitely rap was not the thing <laughs> this no. is not the way for him to express that and actually like it's wild how like very mild and toothless like all of his raps are considering the fact that he had a really difficult upbringing honestly could have rivaled you know probably some of the hip hop artists that he was jacking his his everything from definitely not the flow the flow is abominable on this yeah, fucking this, album yeah. but he actually did have street cred not just for beating up an Asian man, but no, for, he was he was a thug. He was he was, um, and he could have you know said something about that, um, but instead, <laughs> we get these two albums. Right, and he is incredibly ashamed of these albums. I think he's more ashamed of these albums than any of the hate crimes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you watch the clip that we played at the beginning of the episode and look at his face, like it's yeah. just pure fucking anger and embarrassment. Is he more? embarrassed about the fact that fucking Eminem could body him, you know, like <laughs> lyrically, and he knows it. It's just so strange that he he is so corny, and he is such a laughing stock in music, but then he's able to fucking leap over into another yeah. career, and like, and have so much success that it just basically erases this part of his Wikipedia biography. Yeah, it and it's crazy. I didn't I've... think about how, how recent before he broke into acting these albums were. Right. You know, because I was, right I was a kid at the time, and time moves real slow when you're a kid. Right. But like five years is not a long time, really, it... in the grand scheme of things. No, Fear is like 95. Yeah. It just goes to show you that, like, an attractive white man with, uh, you know, given a platform can really, uh, you know, parlay that into into a a long-term, you know, space in pop culture. Like, it's crazy. Because it it wouldn't have happened if not for Donnie, right? Like, there's no way. Right. And now he's he's lapped Donnie in success. Oh, yeah. yeah. So many times over. To the point where you would think, like, maybe it's time for Mark to repay... Donnie Wahlberg and well, that's what Wahlberg is for. No, but he's not. He's not. That's his other brother. The other other white meat. <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg's not flipping burgers. He they're like they're like shareholders though, right? Yeah, I've never who's seen who's one making s- the burgers. Are the burgers? Has anybody gone to eat a burger? There's a reality show about it. You can watch. I'm I've never not watched going one to. second of it. Of course not. Next time I go to the airport, I'll get Wahlburgers and I'll report back for the stoppies. <laughs> oh, look at that. Have you have you ever eaten a Wahlburger? No. Okay. <laughs> Before we get into the album, did you guys know that there's a uh, uh, Marky Mark video game? Yes. Oh yeah. For so Sega 
considered CD. one of the worst video games ever made, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Game Informer gave it a 0 out of 10, the lowest score a game <laughs> has ever received from that magazine. <laughs> uh, it was named by WatchMojo.com as the worst launch title of all time, because it was the first game that came out for this the ill-fated Sega CD. If I, if I remember correctly, because I do remember when that came out. Wow. Um, yes, thanks. <laughs> wow, you are old. Just let it be shit. known. <laughs> this man Holy is moly. older. You basically just had, you had a, like a, a number of music videos, and then like you basically could just put them in, you made your own cut of the videos, as far as I can recall. It mm -hmm. wasn't like a fucking Mocky Mark fighting game. No, no, no. It was exactly that. It was just basically that. like, oh, you want to put this scene here? Okay, if you want to. Yeah, so they made three of these games. They made one for Marky Mark. One for crisscross and yes. one for in excess. Wow. Uh, and the one for crisscross was reviewed by SeanBaby.com, my favorite website from Web 1.0. Uh, very problematic if you go back and read it now. But I pulled this quote from Sean Baby's review of the crisscross game. I think it, <laughs> I think it fits for this. Uh, he says, when you're making your video, you can switch between three sets of streaming footage. One of them is the original crisscross video, and the other two are whatever non-copyrighted stock crap they could get. Some of it's old cartoons, some of it is tourism videos, but mo most of it is such bad quality you can't figure out what it's supposed to be. It unleashes your full video-making potential, because as great as the original MTV video is, you'll find that vintage footage of can-can dancers and old cartoon women talking in front of a laundry machine really makes you want to jump, jump. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. That was my hip-hop at this time, was crisscross. <laughs> this is totally crossed out. I loved uh, MC Hammer when I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. I was like a baby. That's like the first cassette tape I ever had when I was like four years old was uh, Too Legit to Quit. Too Legit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a very cute like uh, camcorder video of me as a baby like singing Too Legit to that Quit. That is a very cute video. <laughs> yeah, so just to like reemphasize the career trajectory. <laughs> I've of... seen the video. That's why I, I just <laughs> Yeah, just to reiterate the career trajectory of Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, the, the debut album Music for the People made it to number one on the Heat Seekers chart and number 21 on the Billboard 200. Both Good Vibrations and Wild Side, which we will be talking about, were top 10 singles. Good Vibrations made it to number one. Wild Side made it to number 10, which is shocking because that shit is terrible. Um, there is a hilarious yeah, video Yeah, there's something for it. about that, that fucking sample that fucking right. everybody can listen to that. Yeah, it's true. The album was certified platinum by 92. They had the video game release, and then that's when they quickly recorded a follow-up, which we'll also be selecting some tracks from, called You Gotta Believe. Um, which this one only made it to number 67 on the Billboard 200. So the, yeah. the flame had already... Huge yeah, flop. Yeah, had already uh, been put out. And <laughs> this is funny. The group disbanded in 1993 with their last appearance being I Want You, which was featured on the Super Mario Brothers movie soundtrack. Oh, so like yeah. everything fitting. they touched turned to shit. Very fitting. So what do you say, guys? Should we get on into it? Yeah. So again, we're going to be listening to um, selections from both albums. And then at the end of the episode, we're going to rate uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch on the whole. Yeah, we'll do that. All right, so this one is um, Music for the People off of uh, the first first album. Also called Music for the People. Oh, the, t the titular track. Hear it. Oh, I also have to remember that like each intro for every song is like at least a minute long it's before wild. they actually start rapping. Donnie Wahlberg loves his production. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sure does. I'm playing 
sounds like Jack Jams threw up. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a simple. I'm not you know the music scholars. You got that's not that bad. It's not that. No, bad. it's definitely not. I like how he flipped the Black Betty sample. That's Black Betty. Oh, by Ram Jam. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think Donnie's really cooking cooking something up on this one. Um, and there's something about this like pre like clearance sample like collage that's just like it's infinitely listenable. Yeah, like because you just it doesn't matter. Like he just meshes 17 sounds together and right sounds pretty okay. It's like it's like a you know like a mediocre casino buffet right where it's like okay like I like steak and I like sushi and like none of this none version of, good, of that is but very it's just great. Like, well, it's just gonna mix but there's together. a lot of it. There's a lot of it. It I'm is gonna... a little. It's definitely very like taking a lot of cues from Public Enemies production style. Right. Like I think they even have the same I shot the sheriff sample that's in Fight the Power that. Uh, yeah. You know, like, I, I think he, he reuses a lot of samples that have already been done by other artists. Oh, there's nothing groundbreaking. Yeah. No. At one point, he says, pork you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no cursing on these no albums. Cursing. We haven't talked about that Actually, there, there is on this one. He says, motherfucker, a few times. Does he? Does he get yeah. it all out? Because that's the thing, is that they will, they'll go, they'll and then motherfucker. they'll, they'll like, self-censor themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking now, weird. I, he said, puck you, miss. Is there, prior to Marky Mark... Is there a white rapper that breaks? Vanilla uh, Snow. Ice. Oh, Vanilla Ice. Yeah, shit. I didn't even think of that. And the Beastie Boys. Vanilla Ice, Beastie Boys, Snow. I think those are the those are the big three. Big three. Those yeah, are on yeah, our that's, mantle. That's what I always think of. <laughs> I always knock Marky Mark out for Snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my, yeah. So Mark Wahlberg like, dude, who, is on no, your. Mark, but geez, I got, I got, I got. I only got three spots up <laughs> on my white rap <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Eminem is in there by default. Yeah. Of course. Uh, all right. Vanilla Ice. We got to get in there we'll put the beastie boys we'll just mush all their faces together <laughs> just uh just now we got animal, mark Wahlberg or canadian <laughs> right <laughs> reggae star snow <laughs> we're taking snow, yeah, snow. <laughs> i'm drafting I, snow I do, first i mean i think i do think informer hits harder than any of these marky mark tracks but that's just oh me. definitely i did one time i was trying to when i was when twitter was like i don't know when i had only like 400 followers on twitter i think i'm like 800 now so wow. it's not yeah i'm bad that wow like, Oh, oh, uh, I mean, I didn't want to. Do you brag. get recognized in public? Uh, sometimes <laughs> it is a burden, but uh, I said I put on a thing. I go like the fifteenth person that retweets this tweet will get to pick the album, and they, whoever did it, they picked the Snow album. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the whole thing, and you know, I'm not going with. I'm putting Mark Wahlberg on that Mount Rushmore. That Snow album is it's, maybe a future really? episode for you guys. It's worthy so of the show. All right, okay. Good Snow to know. is uh, shit. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I did start to take notice of some of the lyrics on this. One, um, how <laughs> well <laughs> I know you were it really the enunciation is is poor. There's yeah. a lot of mush mouth, deep jaw Boston accent, but even if like you stop and like li- he's not saying anything, it's a Menino rap and it's it, yeah. and it's empty, it's just yeah. fucking shallow. But he does say, um, I make the music for the white, black, Russian, German, Jewish, Puerto Rican, Portuguese, Swedish, Irish, Italian, Indian people. He's leaving some people out. Uh, who is he leaving out? <laughs> oh, the <laughs> Vietnamese. <laughs> Any East Asians? Any, yeah. No, and and I'm going to tell you right now. There's another song where it literally is set up for him to rhyme with Asian. Oh no! And he doesn't. Oh, good for him. Take the high road. <laughs> he also says all this talk that's going around of how I stole the sound from the man in brown. Jesus Christ! But, <laughs> but, but you're mistaken. The man in brown. <laughs> That's been the big narrative in music is <laughs> the man in brown, yeah, the you, the black man. He's the but Elvis Presley of hip hop. <laughs> 
but you're mistaken because I ain't taking a, or faking. Feel the power of the music I'm making. Oh, my. I'll make the music for the people. It is really funny to me how obviously, like, you can hear that this is Mark Wahlberg. Like, yeah. His, his, it's, I can picture him, a young him in my mind's eye. Like, his the, his voice is very much still the voice he has today. Yeah. And it's just, it's just kind of hilarious to me, you know? I just love, like, the idea of this is the music for the people. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm just wiggity white appropriating for the people, people. You're welcome. As long as you're not Asian. <laughs> Do you think anybody has ever listened to Mark Wahlberg talk about how he's the greatest rapper and then been like, oh, yeah, I think he might actually be the greatest rapper? <laughs> I hadn't considered it. But he makes a strong case I mean, he, in the way he rapped that he was the best rapper. Definitely some, like, young white dot rats were probably, like, it's really spoke to them. This is fire. I don't really like rap, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there have been white guys throughout history that uh, that have that line yeah. going for him. He's the original Tom McDonald. <laughs> yeah, or fucking um, Lil Dicky. Yeah, the people were just fucking aching for raps that rhyme styling with Buck Wylan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, thanks, thanks, Mac. All right, what do you say we move on to uh, the hit? single good vibrations yeah should we do you gotta believe after that i don't care (laughs) (laughs) must must we line I was talking about where he's like (laughs) bringing this to the entire nation black, white, red, brown could say Asian yeah 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 but feel the vibration. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Just Euro, Euro step right over that. Let's not yeah. uh, touch. Let's not touch on <laughs> this past transgressions. Nope. This song is kind of a bop, though, right? Yeah, definitely. It's got all the energy of like a curves class. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just like you just you feel it. And you're just like, ah, oh, yeah. I think I'm gonna fucking make some good decisions today. <laughs> I am feeling these good vibrations. Yeah, like a jazzercise home video. <laughs> is the is the hook is is that written for this song or is that a sample? That's a sample. It's a sample, but I will say that at least I, oh God, I should look up her name real quick. It was Loretta something. What is it a sample from? Do you know? Her name, her. It's called Love Sensation is the name of the song that they sampled. Her name, oh yeah, it's called Love Sensation by, sorry, Loleata Holloway. Oh yeah, and, she's um, featured on the the song, at least on Apple Music, she's listed. She's also featured in the video, which you gotta give them a little bit of credit because there's a lot of disembodied black, like, femme voices in hip-hop. Like, I don't know if y'all seen the latest shit with Big Frida being like, yeah, so I'm, like, sampled on every song and, like, never, nobody ever sees me. What do they sample Big Frida on? Like, what, what's Nice the... for what? Formation? Massive hits. Oh, okay. I that Big Frida's voice is on. Also, the, the fucking balls to name another song Good Vibrations. Right? Like there was a song Good Vibrations that's like an all-time classic song. Yeah. Right. This is uh this is my new hit single Yellow Submarine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm calling it Pet Sounds. <laughs> I never noticed the uh the a cappella boom 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 like that they have It's got the same fucking corniness and the same cadence. Speaking of corniness, how about these lyrics here? Oh yeah. Donnie D's on the backup. Drug Uh-oh. free, so put the crack up. Oh, no need up for speed. Where? 
I'm anti D R U G G I E. My body is healthy. He's anti druggy. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? That's, you can be anti drugs. Be like, ah, I'm just saying, I'm not for it. But like anti druggy, that doesn't say anything. Hey, you do drugs around me? That's against God. Yeah, dude. Nah, I'm dude. blind. Any druggy who comes around yeah. me, I'm serious. Maybe that's what was going on. Maybe he actually was a hero. You don't know. This maybe guy maybe was... he did stop 9 11. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't remember anything happening. <laughs> 9 11, never remember. It, it definitely gives you that like cop teaching a dare class kind of vibe, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Here, let me tell you about how drugs are bad, but show you very precisely what all the drugs look like and how to identify them. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you guys listen to that podcast, The Clearing. Nope. It's this podcast about this woman trying to like uh, put together pieces of like her dad's life because she finds out that her dad basically was a serial killer. Oh no! And she's trying to figure out like what murders he committed, like whether or not he committed murders when <laughs> the different places they moved because they were constantly moving all their life. But like at a certain point, you know, this guy who was a serial killer, like between murders, he like rebranded himself as like a motivational speaker about how you can like pull yourself out of like a life of crime and like become a good man through God and like that's kind of you know, yeah, that's, the, that's the role that he's kind of trying to play on these uh, on these songs. Right, like he's like preaching about like being drug free. I used to get in fights and blind old Vietnamese people, but now I rap about unity. So <laughs> that's good enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, that doesn't show growth, my dude. Mm. That's uh, not... also no chance. Donnie Wahlberg was clean and sober, right? Right. No. <laughs> right. No, no way. He would not look the way he looks today no. if that was the case. No, none of the new kids look good, except for Joey. My mom knew Joey, I think, somehow. Everybody in Massachusetts knows <laughs> one of the new kids. Yes. Should we do You Gotta Believe, the opening track from You Gotta Believe? Yeah, let's let's do that. So Good Vibrations makes, that's like the only clear, like, in a way, like, sing, like hit. Right, The only definitely. one that's still in the public consciousness still today, at least. And it's They're only because right. of that sample. Nobody remembers anything that he says. Yeah. Right. It's the, that Sam. It's that. It's the hook and him walking around with his fucking pants around his ankles like he's at a urinal. Right. And I think it was literally on Jock Jams. Like it's a song that they still play at basketball games. And oh, shit. sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's um, like all of his like big songs feel like they're like the like the Funky Bunch might as well be the Monstars from Space Jam. Like they're yeah. just. It's like got that like kind of cartoon energy of like. We're about to go fucking play basketball in space. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to listen to, the, well, at least a titular track from You Gotta Believe called You Gotta Believe. That is Space Jam right there. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> that's wild. They're the same <laughs> fucking songs. That's the same song. I think I hear this a lot on the album. So Donnie D's more uh, mushy, menino mouthed, but like Mark is like delivers his verses like he's being chased out of an apartment. Like he's just like <laughs> rapid fire without like actually finishing any of his words. Oh you know sure, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And just such a put on uh, cadence, just like the whoa, you know. He's like doing almost like a Curtis Blow, like a mid '80s sort of style of rap. 
happening. Like Curtis Blow meets like a recently divorced man on Percocet's cat calling me outside of Whitey's. Like, <laughs> you, get over here. It's not crazy that he made like a career out of acting since that's all he's doing on this shit is just, right. it's just doing an impression of what was popular at the time. Like he's not doing anything that somebody else didn't do better. And all of his beats, somebody else did the same beats better. Yeah. But, but I guess you could argue that like his rap, I mean his his acting, he is better than most people. But the the rap most people. Most okay. Like but he just definitely good... most regular people, okay. you know what I mean? Perhaps, <laughs> if yeah. these were the songs like if this was a if if Marky Mark was a a character that he was playing in a movie about yeah. A white rapper from like the early '90s, you'd be like, "Wow, they put together some pretty good, pretty good song." I'm actually impressed with the way Mark Wahlberg <laughs> was able to rap in this movie. Like he did a good, but it's not this impersonation was, of this was what he had hoped that would be his entire life would be. It was just album after album, and he would be the greatest rapper of all time, as he says so many times on both albums. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but does he even sound convinced? Like that's the thing is that like I don't know. It all it it does it sounds very phoned in. You know what I mean? I actually think on the second album he sounds a little more energized. I think he's it sounds a little more comfortable, but no one else did. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, yeah. It was <laughs> he already missed the boat. It was too late. Yeah. Uh, and the rhymes are still terrible. Uh, it's not a hoax, no jokes. I smoke mics like a Philly blunt. Don't ever try to front. And it's quite absurd, yo, word to Herb, when you're sleeping on a Wahlberg. When you're sleeping on a Wahlberg. Dang. Where do you think this fits, like, between his hamburger prowess and his acting prowess? <laughs> oh, this album? Is he better well, than Burgers? Again, I can't, I can't stress enough that he has nothing to do with the Wahlberg. I, I he didn't... just put money into it. He's not crafting these burgers and putting the... the <laughs> The meat formula together and the spices. That's a that's another one of the Wahlbergs. That's the old recipe for my ma. Yeah, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. He's got I I mean he's got that like Southie psycho like he only talks in like this weird whisper where he's just like yeah, yeah no I'm fucking not I'm not crazy <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking kill you kid what are you talking about come he, a little closer huh come come yeah, on no, you're fine just come over here. come on over what are you afraid of. <laughs> He does sound like the guy who's just like pacing up and down the orange line. Yeah, just... I'm not mad. I'm not, who said I'm mad? I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not gonna blind, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna bash. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fuck. just gonna bash him right the fuck in. Right the yeah. fuck in. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the fate of that man. I'm laughing at The Shining <laughs> featuring Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it is funny to keep bringing it up though, because you know, like if he ever heard this, it would make him so mad. Good. To be, you know. I want to make. I want to make him squirm. I apologize. I don't know what they want from me. I said I'm sorry. Twenty years later. I, I stopped nine eleven. <laughs> yeah, what are, you're welcome. I, f- I felt the vibration. That that nine eleven thing is like I can't believe it's that he wild. still is allowed to make movies or speak in public. That was the most insane thing. I remember when he said that, people were just like, "What the fuck?" Well, he keeps making movies where he's stopping disasters too, like where he, oh, yeah, he did the definitely. bus bombing. When did he was in happen? some other fucking tragedy movie? Oh, though. the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. That was a real. Well, tragedy. That was a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> and he creates the Entourage. So, I mean, that's arguably the worst crime he ever committed. <laughs> Some people said that it was, like, theorized that it was based on him and uh, in his burgeoning rap career. It was, I like, surrounding I mean, him as a young star, rap, rap and, uh, and oh, underwear so tur- modeling. Turtle's just one of the, fun- like, a white version of one of the Funky Bunch, basically. Yeah, maybe. You know, he, there is, like, he based that on his life. 
and also the fucking crew of guys that he hangs around with who I'm sure are all born again Christian fucking phony bullshit artists mm-hmm. Patriots Day that's yes. the fucking one oh, about the, the Boston, Boston Marathon, Marathon. That's, what, that's what I was just talking about yeah but he wasn't in a 9-11 movie he just wanted to but be. that was his other his homegrown tragedy that he could co-opt and, and reinvent right, and, and claim himself as yeah, a yeah, as, yeah. so that was actually something I found some sort of an interview with him where somebody asked him I think it was 2013 it seemed like he was overseas and somebody asked him about you know will the funky bunch ever get back together and apparently like somebody or maybe he invented the fact that somebody asked him but like oh would you do it for like a benefit show for like the families of the Boston Marathon bombing and then he said yes and then that was like a news story in Boston and uh, can you imagine though can you imagine the funky bunch getting up there in front of like that like eight year old boy who was killed and like his family and being like Sorry feeling, for your loss. Feel the vibrations. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> and that, I, uh, I think. <laughs> so fucked up, dude. <laughs> I, I think he has like a lot of kids. Like I think he might have like four or five. He does. I've seen the pictures. Um, There's all these pictures of him on a red carpet with a bunch of um, very disinterested looking children. Yeah. So he has four kids. At what point does he? Is he proactive in like going like? Oh, I used to be a white rapper. <laughs> or does he leave that for them to discover on their own? <laughs> yeah, it's like having the talk. I actually read like a, a People <laughs> People magazine article where he said that he was at his son's football game and Good Vibrations came on and his son was like... <laughs> his pants just instinctively <laughs> dropped. <laughs> Rock, no shit. No, no, no. Not now, guys. Not now. No, no, no. The bu- stay the, on. Stay on. The funky bunch all come out of the bushes. They just started. You need us, boss? <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> but yeah, no, his son was very embarrassed. His son was like hiding his hiding his face in his helmet oh my and just God. like So aren't we all his kids, his kids hate his kids hate Marky Mark more than Marky Mark hates Marky Mark. Yeah. In the immortal Bostonian words, so didn't I. <laughs> he really has gen like he really has just fucking forgotten this part of his life. Like he's got nothing to do with it. Well, wouldn't you? Yeah, but no. Especially if you had an extremely successful other career. Yeah, but so many uh, actors go the other direction where they'll go, they'll act for a long time, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's like, oh, Russell Crowe's got a fucking band now, or like, right, or the, Bruce uh, Willis, Dog Star, or, yeah, Bruce Willis, The Return of Bruno, <laughs> The Hollywood Vampires, oh, Johnny Depp's Jesus. band. Oh yeah. my god, thirty dude. seconds to Mars. Oh my god. Um, anyway, speaking, speaking of music, music sucks. Yeah, we're gonna take a walk on the wild side, folks. Which stoppies? I really recommend that you go watch the video for this. It is fucking hysterical. It's all black and white, very fucking dramatic nonsense, and this is uh, a, a you know heartfelt missive about you know the dangers of walking on the wild side. And adored. Her family and friends treated him like an ambassador. One night on the other side of town, a police dispatcher picked up a weird sound. Charles on the car phone asking for help, claiming a burglar shot his wife and himself. His pregnant wife lay slumped over. Her dreams corrupted, a young life over. Extensive searches throughout the projects put a lot of people through misery and wreck. Everyone a suspect. Oh wait, there's so many corny ass rhymes from this. Yeah, it's we like could do hard. that whole that we whole. We could do the verse. whole thing. Let's go back. Hold on, real quick. As soon as as sure as a seagull has webbed toes, you know that old, that old saying. 
a seagull in the in the toe is worth two in the bush. That's clearly something that his dad must have said growing up. Then he says the whole plot was an, an insurance scam. Charles and his brother came up with a plan. Kill Carol, collect a big check, oh, blame it on a black man. What, what the, the heck? heck? Yeah, boy. So glad that Donnie and Mark are out here repping, you know, for the for the for the black man in society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to put racist insurance schemes in fucking effect. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that thing that happens all the time. Yeah, I th- well, I think they just... Fargo's just a ripoff of this song. <laughs> yeah, he was the original True Crime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if you man. watch the music video, so at the end of this verse, the guy who does the insurance game and kills his wife, at the end of the verse, the guy kills himself. He jumps <laughs> off a bridge. And in the so music funny. video, there's just this slow motion scene of a, of a stiff... Unmoving dummy, of a scarecrow falling, being, like, falling slowly off of like <laughs> that bridge between Quincy and uh, and Dorchester. Oh, like down by Wollaston Beach. Yeah, or, uh... yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you've ever seen Black Mass, it's the one where where Whitey Bulger buries all the bodies. Nice. Yeah, a terrible movie. <laughs> I mean, it's also where Whitey Bulger buried all the bodies in real life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. So, can I kick it? Comes out the year before this. Yeah, and dude. they still was that a was that a hit? Or is yes. that like something that we really Oh my really god, absolutely. Enormous. Okay, so they would have been aware of... Oh, for sure. Yeah. They, it was completely fact, shameless. The sample was already flipped like much more competently. Right, in a good song. But it, like, that's what, it's like, it, it wasn't like a... It, can I kick it's like a single off of that... Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, you well, can. This is just dumb. It's, it's really dumb. It's shameless, dude. It's, it is literally the definition of shameless cultural appropriation. Like, they not only stole the uh, art well, firm and didn't add anything go. to it. Tribe Called Quest stole it from the white man. All he was doing was <laughs> taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to start throwing uh, accusations of cultural appropriation. I don't <laughs> need true. to remind you yeah, of the, the color culture- of Lou Reed's skin. Well, that was, the, that was the tax Lou Reed paid for calling them colored girls. Jesus Right, isn't that right. fucking wild? When you fucking finally listen to the lyrics to that song, you're like, and all the colored girls sing doot 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 Yeah, the only cultural appropriation we're gonna get mad at is fucking Robin Williams in the Boston accent. Yeah, yeah, get it right, get it right. Who did it worse, Robin Williams in a? Uh, oh, what was the other really Good bad one? Uh, Martin Sheen in The Departed has a really That's bad the one. Martin Sheen's got it. Diane Lane in The Perfect Storm has the worst Boston accent that we've <laughs> discovered. As we've been doing this show, that's what we thought. My podcast. I thought we we thought we thought we'd start like, oh, we'll just we'll just do bad Boston accent movies, and then you run out of those real quick. <laughs> it's not an easy accent to do. The best are the people that just don't do it. Right. There's like in Spotlight, Mark Ruffalo just goes. He did, yeah. Stanley Tucci goes to him. They're sitting at a diner. He goes. He goes. You don't sound like you're from East Boston. And Mark Ruffalo just shrugs. Like, man, I don't know what to tell you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, I'm not gonna try and do it. Everybody fucking makes fun of people who do it. Did you know in uh in uh, Catch Me If You Can. Um, you know Tom Hanks' character has a Boston accent. Yeah, and the way that he, you know, Kyle Hanratty, the way that he learned to do a Boston accent was by watching videos of. You remember the hockey dad who murdered another hockey dad over the kids' hockey game in yeah, Worcester in like the early two thousands? <laughs> yeah, he just watched videos of that guy. Yeah, over wow. and over again. Yikes! That's that's how you get an accurate representation, though. That's actually how I taught my children to speak. Also, <laughs> I just ever since they were born, I put a, a YouTube clip just running in their nursery of the, of the murderous yeah. hockey dad. It's like the delivery is so painfully arrhythmic. Like the fucking whole album needs a hat mod and a kid. It's fucking bad. There's no flow. It, like there's no flow at all. No. These are also like some of my least favorite. 
this is like my least favorite trope in hip hop is the fucking like story song. Yeah, dude. Where it's like it's clearly you made all this up. Like, right. look, it probably did. It has happened. These are all crimes that people do commit. But like, you're just like, I'm gonna make a fictionalized account of. Right. A girl getting addicted to drugs. And like proselytize about it and then do it in the corniest fucking way, dude. Yeah. Like like the video literally shows, I think we were trying to figure out if it was Donnie Wahlberg. It might be Donnie Wahlberg playing like the D-R-U-G-G-I-E dealer, you know, handing like vials of crack to a, like sure. a cheerleader through From the- From under the bleachers. Peeking through the bleachers. And like, like fucking Pennywise the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like what the fuck? Like that's how you get hooked on drugs. Drugs. <laughs> like, this guy's giving me Tylenol PM. It's not the PM, it's the AM. I would have been so psyched if someone was just handing me drugs through the bleachers at right. a football oh, game. Not me. And I was saying, just. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately you just have vials of crack. Like you're not even, you're, you're not even like working up to it. You're not even equipped to use them. They're just <laughs> handing you drugs. You have none of the paraphernalia. Right. Also, in the song, she smokes the crack and dies immediately. It, immediately. <laughs> yep. Is that not what happens? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I have not smoked crack. We had an opportunity to. I got close to smoking crack. I believe that my husband knocked it out of my hands. I mean, it was like. Our friend bought crack by accident. (laughs) We were in college. Hey, who hasn't been there? (laughs) Our friend, I'm sorry, we should give the whole context. Our friend drove to Atlanta on a whim and bought crack by accident. Oh, yeah. And then brought it back to Massachusetts. I had a couple of friends at UMass that also did things like that. I had a friend named Clinto that just drove trucks. Oh, we know Clinto. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, fuck, dude. He's still there now. I went back. He's Pennywise the Clown underneath the bleachers handing people fucking ketamine. (laughs) Want to come to the after party? (laughs) I do think it's time that we take a break. Oh, thank God. Let's do that. So we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back for some more Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. All right. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. So, uh, you on the second album, Wild Side is like a, one of those like 
It's like Everlast is like what it's like, <laughs> where it's just like three slices of life that never existed. Like just the worst case scenario. By a white guy that you didn't ask. Right. <laughs> like, who's got right. no life experience other than fucking just hate crimes and minimum jail sentence because I'm sure his dad knew a city councilor. <laughs> <laughs> On the second album, there's a song called The American Dream, which is their like fucking like Mark's verse. <laughs> yeah. I call him Mark. Mac. Our friend Mark. Mr. Friend Wahlberg's Mark. verse. <laughs> he does like, he does the same kind of like, it's basically the fucking lyrics to, um, uh, that fucking Sublime song. Wrong way. I Wrong I way. wrote that in my notes, yeah. Where it's just basically Same like song. it's just like, well, she was she's been a whore since she was young and her dad made her do it and the pimp beat her and you're just like, what the fuck what is he this? Yeah, right. It's, just... it's not like there's no like redemption to it. There's no like commentary of like, man, this is fucked up. It's just like right. these are the facts of the case. <laughs> <laughs> but the what's really wild about American Dream is the second verse, Donnie D's verse, <laughs> and Donnie I don't know. I don't know if you want to play a little bit yeah. of it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I don't want to give away the the punchline to this, but what the slice of life that he chose to write about? It's fucking insane. I wrote in my <laughs> notes. This is the most insane song I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, let's. It's definitely up there. So yeah, let's, let's see if you can figure it out, Stoppies. <laughs> let's hear about the oppressed person that <laughs> the stories that uh, Donnie D is is rapping at us. It's crazy. Laying down. Here we go. In the public eye, he was a tough guy, a young brother with a piece of the pie. It's kind of funny the strange twist fate can bring. Cause his last fight wasn't in the ring Shocking testimony from an accuser She swore the champ had sexually abused her Down comes the mallet of a judge And as the verdict is read He hangs his head Guilty despite an innocent plea Although he might have walked free If his last name was Kennedy Six years in the hole And if he's lucky he'll parole in three Can a black dude ever be free? The joke oh. said the color of skin. That will end that right there. It's so wild that he's going to, one, choose to write a verse that's explicitly about the fucking Mike Tyson <laughs> rape trial. And then, two, to take the fucking side of Mike Tyson, like that he was railroaded and not found guilty of sexual assault. Right after a verse about coming down the side of the rape victim, right? You got to see both sides, right? Yeah, you got to have this. This is like it's, it's like, a rape centrist. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking insane that you would just you would look at the facts of the Mike Tyson like sexual assault and go like, you know, he's having a fucking rough time right now. Mike Tyson. <laughs> you know, we're the all pl- focused. It's like <laughs> we're all focused on the victim and the harm that he did to her, but. Yeah, it's like making this guy's a, a millionaire, okay, <laughs> and, he's, it's and like it, he's a, famous for punching people in the head, and <laughs> we're taking that away from him. <laughs> After all of the things that we've done to the black man in this country, <laughs> you can just stand by while this well, he, criminal is convicted rightly for a crime. <laughs> you know, Cosby was just being generous with his quaaludes. You know, <laughs> let's make a, f- a fucking rap about that. Cosby, the, the play, and that's the thing is actually there are people who will who will what about with Cosby and oh, say, yeah. oh sure, know. yeah, 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 because it's true, and that white rapists do get treated better than black rapists, but they're still rapists. So <laughs> I don't know if that's the kind of moral high ground you want to walk free on. if his last name was Kennedy. Is I don't know if that's an argument you want to stand on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he. 
I don't know what he's trying to say, really. I don't know. I guess he's maybe making reference to the Ted Kennedy, like how he murdered that woman, uh, tra- drove off the Chappaquiddick. Chappaquiddick right. bridge, yeah. Right. But Which that he wasn't did. a rape. It was a murder. <laughs> <laughs> it was a watery grave, <laughs> Michael. Well, I don't. I Christ. Don't, I don't want to get into the legal semantics. I don't want to be the guy that came onto the fucking Make It Stop podcast and started fucking relitigating the, the murder of uh, the, the fucking. Uh, the drowning of uh, oh, what the fuck is her name? Uh, Mary uh, Marianne. I was gonna say Laterno, but that's, that's no, that's a different. That's a, a woman that married her fucking eleven-year-old. Uh, they <laughs> so just got divorced. They should have done a verse about that. Mary Kay did nothing wrong. It's okay. They were in love. <laughs> They got married. They Kiss got, your son on the lips. <laughs> they had two kids, Mary Kay Letourneau. We just t- we talked about the movie To Die For recently, so we dove into fucking teachers that fuck their kids. Mm-hmm. Not, Jesus, nope. That's not what they did. <laughs> they're students. They fuck their students. This whole way different movie if a teacher is fucking their own child. Oh, um, my God. All right. This is probably not for the air. Listen, but. unfortunately, we talk, we've, we've gone way too far when it comes to this. Actually, Yeah, we actually made, used to make a lot of jokes about having sex with your own children. No, oh. I didn't make those jokes. I want to fucking, we once again... No, we didn't. Stoppies, true stoppies. No, listen. It all started with a joke about Tom Brady kissing his son on the lips, which is hilarious. And then Mike decided to take it into really weird territory and talk about my son on the lips. I don't give a shit. It's my son. It's not. It's not pedophilia if you're kissing your own kid. I'll say that. Well, we started to have pedophiles, some incestors fucking follow us on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Well, I was making these song parodies about <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's over now. We've we're not moved, doing it, but we're not. past it. Mike Tyson has served his time. They're doing. He's a cartoon star now. Yeah, he was in The Hangover. All is forgiven. Mary Jo Kopechny. That's right. That was her name. Uh, but technically, he didn't murder her. He, he, it was manslaughter at, at best. Yeah. Sure. You know, like they were he going for a little swim. He didn't want to drive his car off the bridge. He just did. So right. that's the problem. And he didn't want to try to evade responsibility. He no, just he, did. He did want he to did. evade responsibility. Well, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> his name but, was Kennedy. Jesus, man. <laughs> if only, Mike Tyson, if only you'd been born in fucking Hyannisport. <laughs> Yeah, it, it does not age well now because, like, at, like... It didn't age well then! No, nobody was on the side of Mike Tyson ever. <laughs> no! But then, well, they're all on his side now. Like, everyone seems well, to have conveniently forgot about this shit. He's so cute. Did you uh, see the hangover? He's got a tattoo <laughs> on his face. He talked funny, too. Jesus. He made that fucking documentary. He's got pigeons on his roof. Come on, yeah. Mike. Have a heart. I know. He he took he good care of those pigeons. Great. Right, just like Mark Wahlberg has had his entire fucking sh- fucked up history erased by... Yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. Forgive him, because same with uh, George W. Bush, fuck, you know, <laughs> hanging out with Ellen. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Tyson didn't serve six years in prison. He got out early, and he continued to have a successful boxing career. Yeah, and he right. Evander Holyfield deer. Yeah, right. You know, and uh, so typical stuff. It's crazy that Donnie, this is his hill to die on. Yeah, Damn. what a hill. Damn. What Damn. kind of world do we live in where a famous man can't just rape at will? <laughs> what the heck? It ain't right. I'm Donnie Wahlberg from the New Kids on the Block. And I approve this message. Uh, this is what hanging tough salute the really troops. means. <laughs> and also they're once again using a beat that has already been in a very successful right. hip-hop song. Uh, but th- this time, at least, they, at least they redid the sample with a 12-string guitar. You know, you gotta they, they put their own spin on it. Dude. He also says he also says uh, sexually like they elongate that that's the slowest 
uh, rapping I've ever heard. Right. Yeah. Se- sexually, like, sexually abused her. But he's like, I'm not, I can't stretch sexually out. That's too many syllables. Se- I gotta, sexually. He syncopates in some weird fucking way. Oh, it's horrible, dude. Yeah. The syncopation is offensive. Like, on every single song, on both albums. Yeah, the syllable placement is questionable. It's just like, it... Uh, like, it's like the kind of raps you write in a notebook that are like, you know, when you're like a disaffected teen in suburbia. And, and it sounds like, like they're reading them straight out of the notebook. Exactly. Like, for the first time For the loud. first time. I think Donnie was writing all the raps for him and just like handed him the piece of paper and was like, here you go. That's probably true, yeah. Donnie was definitely the, the brains in the operation. <laughs> God, that's a rough statement. I wonder. I'm curious. I would. I would want to look at the timeline of the new kids on the block. They were done by this point, right? Ninety two. No, they were still definitely touring and pretty yeah, famous. But, but they only had that one like fucking big album. Then they try to rebrand themselves as um, NKOTB. Right. They were like, oh, now the fucking new kids are hard. They didn't right. officially break up till ninety four. Yeah. Okay. So but they were on their way out. Yeah. So it was like, okay, we got to do something fresh and new. Got to yeah. kick it with the new crew. Right. That's smart of Donnie Wahlberg to like look around and go make the most of. Damn, I got. All he had to do was say, "Hey, can you you can you play an asshole on a you know film? Can you just do that?" He could have just skipped right Probably over his this. Mom just being like, Donnie, <laughs> Ma can't get a job because of his convictions <laughs> for felony assault. <laughs> Can't you just give him a record? Give him a <laughs> Can't you just make him, make him, make him, make the music for Mark? Come on. <laughs> He's a good boy. <laughs> After what they did to those boys and <laughs> just give him some songs. Mark, Donnie. <laughs> You're breaking your mother's heart. She did that classic Boston mom thing of saying the wrong kid's name first. <laughs> yeah. Donnie, Johnny, uh, fucking... D- <laughs> David. <laughs> Mark, get down here. <laughs> Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. <laughs> Your brother's in the... He's making patties in the kitchen. I got... I can't... I can't handle all you kids. I'm tearing Mark my hair is, He's an angel. <laughs> that Vietnamese man, he... He was trying to break his fist with his eye socket. That's what was happening. No one believes him. And he was a druggie. He was a D-R-U-G-G... I E. I won't even say it. I won't even say it in this house. <laughs> My son's got the lips of an angel and the washboard abs of a saint. I don't believe it. Mark, pull your pants up. <laughs> Ah, I like it. I like when my pants are loose like this. You look like a criminal. <laughs> my, I am. I'm literally a criminal. <laughs> I'm literally. I literally went to jail. Don't say it. You didn't go to jail. You were wrongly accused. <laughs> you're the pride of this family. <laughs> Someday you're gonna be nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> you're gonna be a star. She's fucking. She's Burt Reynolds in Boogie Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Roll That's why he played it so well. <laughs> I could do things, good things you don't even know about. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the size of his schlong, Donnie. <laughs> You're gonna be doing your little dancing skits for the rest of your life. Give your brother some songs. Band scene. How do you follow that? I'm going to tell you, it's not with the other songs that we're going to talk about, but we'll do it anyway. We'll follow it up with a missive of peace. A missive? Oh, God. Yeah. Have you ever thought about peace, motherfucker? (laughs) Let's listen to it. (coughs) I need my papa. You're about to get wrecked by Let me see. How shall I stop this? 
the peace sign or maybe a raised fist. I don't know, but she's a let him know. Silky or milky, Marco still flow. I think it's time we define the peace sign. The peace I find is peace of mind. I take a piece of your ass before I turn the other cheek. Marky Mark speaks peace. <laughs> Piece of die, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yo, I preach peace, but I'll beat your ass. <laughs> Do a ninja your life. <laughs> Kick you into the grass. You know who's a real problem solver? Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> He's a guy that looks at society and he goes, we got some issues. I'm going to solve them with my fucking rap that identifies none of the issues and also offers no problem solving. <laughs> but just yells peace with my fucking pants down. <laughs> Yo, peace, or I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> oh yeah, did we mention that like there's this all of these songs are weirdly censored and self censored, yeah. I do think you gotta give him credit because I think it's impressive that he manages to um do these these flows uh, whether they're either silky or milky. <laughs> I, that's the my number one complaint when I'm listening to music is when you can't identify whether it's silky or milky. <laughs> but with Mark, you know, you just you take what you can get. Yeah. He's he like a spider both. with that silk. I think he does say motherfucker in this song. Maybe it's only on the second album. It's that no he doesn't swear. no hip hop whitewash because I ain't no sucker. In other words, I'm a raw mother. <laughs> actually, actually, that's Donnie D who says that, and I like how he says, uh, "No hip, yeah, no hip hop whitewash because I ain't no sucker." Regardless of whether or not he's a sucker, which he is, he's in New Kids on the Block. Yes, it doesn't really have any bearing on whether or not he's whitewashing hip hop. Which he is. Which, right. Which he definitely is. He's a raw motherfucker. I wonder if there's no swearing. That's like a fucking Massachusetts mom thing. My my right. mom does that all the time where it's like, you don't have to, you know, Ellen says you don't have to swear to be funny. Like, it's just, <laughs> and I wonder. But you if, could swear at everybody if you're in fucking traffic. Right. Like, you can, I mean. I wonder if they were like, just like, I read that it was like, we need to make Mark look edgy, but we also can't sell albums if they have like the. the parental advisory. Yeah, parental advisory on it. But like. Uh, dude, this guy's not tough. These no. aren't tough songs. Yeah. Well, it comes back to Catholic guilt, I think. You know, yeah. They're, they're devout Irish all? Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> That's another podcast. <laughs> this, album, this album is steeped in uh, in Catholic guilt, I think. All right. I think that's enough. Right, <laughs> we can peace. probably move on. Should to... we go back to... No, we'll do... Uh... Why is he trying to redefine the peace sign also? Like, what is... He doesn't even say redefine the peace sign. He just says, I think it's time to define the peace oh, sign. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. To define. Fair. The pizza. Man, he stinks. He's bad. <laughs> it's, um, it's never been defined before what the peace sign represents. We just got two fingers. What are their fingers for? Breaking. <laughs> I'll tell you what to do with those fingers. <laughs> Shove them inside Reese Witherspoon. Oh, boy, oh boy. <laughs> Only during a loop-de-loop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I guess the next one on this album that we were going to talk about, but it seems kind of pointless now, but it's really him protesting too much about uh, being vanilla and, uh, you know, claiming the rap game. So this one is So What You Saying. Alright, alright. What in our sight? Here's another MC whose skin is white. A white kid, a white boy with a white face. Just like the beastie boys in third base. Hmm, now this looks like a topic for discussion. To build racial tensions for fussing and cussing. Or maybe this will even cause some controversy. But first, I think it's time I take a little burst. See, something can't pop and forget where it's stuck. They claim the white complexion ain't the reason why their records try to believe. 
Man, it's so easy to see. When a white dude raps, the public sees it as a novelty. Even me. Even me. Can you believe it? <laughs> even me. Even, can you even tell that I'm white when I rap? I don't think so. But I'm going to be brave enough to tell you so. Word. So I've only, I've only listened to clips from the first album, but I've listened to the whole second album, and that song is worse than anything else that I've heard. <laughs> like, that just is like, like on a visceral level, like that is unpleasant to hear. <laughs> yeah. Like the production stinks. His rapping stinks. I hate that song more than anything else we've talked about tonight. And you didn't even hear the part where he spells his name out. <laughs> it's like, when in doubt. He just spells fucking, a lot. Yeah, just Mickey Mouse. M, the A, the R, the K, the I, the E. And I'm smooth, Whoa, although I never claimed to be. Wait a second. <laughs> wait, it's... To the I, to the E? It's wait, not M, R... Wait, what? It's M-A-R-K-Y, right? It's not Marky I-E. He spelled his own name wrong. Holy shit. It's because it's it's Marky with a Y, not with an I-E, right? Am I wrong? You got to know. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's listed. That's the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. He spells his name wrong. <laughs> oh my god. Are those uh, the official lyrics where he goes to the M to the A yes. to the R to the K to the I to the E? Yeah. What a fucking dipshit. <laughs> Holy moly. Because it rhymes with never claim to be. Like he rhymes, I mean, rhymes, quote unquote, oh but my like. Oh god. <laughs> Let me know the shot is like fully reclined. <laughs> you're you're clutching your chest. Just have a I, moment. I can't <laughs> fathom that he spells his name wrong. <laughs> and nobody caught that in, in editing, like or anything. They're just like I don't. It's know. like Donnie Wahlberg spelling his name with a Y. Oh boy. Wait, is it not spelled with a Y? Oh, I thought it was an IE. I don't even know. I think it's an IE, but you know what? He's not the one spelling his name. So that's not, we're not litigating the spelling of Donnie Wahlberg. It's whether Marky is M. Well, he spelled druggy with an IE too. Yes. I mean, it is easier to rhyme IE than to rhyme Y. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nothing rhymes with Y. Except why did you fucking put this album out? M-A-R-K-I-E. Jesus Christ. Um, I like the hook is like, sounds like Sesame Street. It's like I'm picturing Muppets. There's Muppets on the track. Don't do the Muppets dirty like that, dude. The Muppets, they're they're perfect. They never did anything wrong. Okay. No, you're right. (laughs) If this guy had spent more time watching Sesame Street, he would have known how to spell his fucking name. Dude, that's fucking wild. I mean, he did drop out of school at 14, I'm pretty sure. Didn't did he? he? Yeah. 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 He, he al- is living the American dream. Fuck Mike Tyson, dude. He also says my word is born, which is not. Like, I, I think maybe he heard people saying word is bond, and he thought they were saying born. <laughs> oh, man. And then he, then he rhymes poise with feist. Wait, what? <laughs> you know he does not. Yes, he does. No. Um. Yeah. No. This is very, very bad. Okay. The rest of that line is my music is mine and my word is born. With respect to the old school who created this art form, who it the- comes from the heart, not for the critical acclaim, because that's just the same as a political game. Who are the people that are saying they're not selling records because of the complexion of their skin? Also, 
I guess we wouldn't know because they're not selling records. But. <laughs> <laughs> <Was> that, <laughs> was, was that like a fucking epidemic where it's just like, damn, I can't fucking move any of these records because of the color of my skin? <laughs> And, and, like, that's the one time where he kind of, like, admits it. But his way of responding to this really, like, like authentic critique is to say, well, you know, I like hip-hop, so it's fine. You know, like, yeah. I'm paying respect by just saying that I'm paying respect. Like, I'm not actually showing it by, like, doing anything or even, like, crediting the people who we're stealing all this music from. And actually just, like, shamelessly ripping off, like, the samples that were already used on, like, far superior songs, like, made by black artists, right? And just, like... Coming out with a song with the same fucking beat as, as you know, today was a good day. You know, yeah. like, if, if you're not trying to elevate that in some way, of course you're shamelessly, you know, appropriating. Of course, you know, you're taking this art form and not adding anything to it. Unlike the Beastie Boys, I truly enjoy hip hop. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, I was trying to, like, think about, like, what really separates this from the Beastie Boys. And I think above all... The Beastie Boys are funny and clever, right. and Marky Mark like just raps about rapping with no real like oh yeah punchlines or references to anything. Well, he's, not, he's not really a funny guy. No, no. Like you listen to Shake Your Rump and like count the cultural references. Like they are all over the place. Like Fred Flintstone, Alice, uh, and, and from uh, the Brady Bunch. Like just line after line. Like they are painting a picture for you. That's that's goes beyond just being like, yo, I'm a rapper and I rap. That's what I do. I don't take no crap. I was Buy my to, video game. <laughs> I just googled to see if I could find uh, who Mike Wahlberg's favorite rappers were or are, and it's the fucking laziest shit. This is from 2007. This is on BET. Uh, there are so many that I love from my era. Uh, just watching old YouTube clips of Cool G Rap, who has been out there talking about stuff. <laughs> Thanks for that fucking insightful commentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, Rakim, Tupac, Nas, Jay-Z. Damn, dude. He's really fucking reaching. Wow, you ever yeah. heard of them? Whoa. Deep the list cuts. just goes on. The actress said, I only, have really... two, I only have two rap albums on my phone. I have Jay-Z and Kanye, Watch the Throne, and then I've got Tupac's greatest hits. But I have a love oh, for so many other rappers, but most of the music I'm listening to is like Adele. Oh my god, that is the softest motherfucker in the world. You definitely get the, like, where's the Tupac influence on this album, Mark? Where are you at? I want nothing but the best for you. (laughs) Mark, who are your favorite rappers? You know, I like all the rappers. Uh, uh, Hamilton. (laughs) I uh, I like the guy from Hamilton. Um... Fuck Eminem, that guy's dick. Yeah, not Eminem, because he one time he made me. I was trying to promote Transformers or something, <laughs> something stupid. Do you think he'll ever rap again? Uh, no, absolutely uh, n- not. God willing, no. If they couldn't no get chance. him back together for the Boston Strong Hat Shell concert, then yeah. they couldn't. They couldn't get him. He's not doing it. No chance. Um, okay, should we? We gotta move on. So we gotta see the romantic side of Mac. You know oh, what I dude, mean? Like he gotta fucks. see his soft side. So we got two songs. Why don't we just play them back to back? These are his two, you know, sexy, sexy songs. Uh, the first one is. Uh, 
Make Me Say Ooh. Oh, boy. Off of the first album. And then the other one is I Want You. <laughs> he made the same album twice. Yes, right. Every song has a fucking correlation and, to the other album. And, and I'm pretty sure the same song, like this song also has the same canned moans yeah. as the other one. I so. think the big difference with the second album is that every song is six minutes long. Oh, as opposed yeah. to four and a half minutes yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. To your two tips is how I'm on the kitchen. If that be a lead girl, you know that I'm <laughs> I want this forever, me and you together. Your body's so beautiful, skin soft as a feather. I wanna show you that I'm not a phony. Cause I love you, baby, you're my tenderoni. It's wait, it's the girl making him say ooh? Yes. Apparently. Oh. This is another that was actually one of the choice quotes from uh Barky Marks. Uh <laughs> That's a that you know what? That is kind of a groundbreaking flip on this kind of fucking song. Usually it's all about what the guys making the girl say, but he's coming out and going, "Girl, you, you make do me all the say work. ooh." Well, he's not making anyone come, so <laughs> he's just like, "Ooh, boobies." That's exciting. <laughs> I'd walk a thousand miles to see those. <laughs> um, all right, let's listen to his other uh, sexy song, and then we'll we'll talk about both of them. For the record, neither of these songs are sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think both songs are ensuring my sterility. It's an audio vasectomy. <laughs> yeah, who needs birth control? All right, here we go. This is uh, I Want You. Use the same line and make me say, "Oh!" Well, no, no, no. This In this time, one, no, he no, makes no, her say, "Oh!" It's a sequel. Okay, so he had one sexual encounter on the course of two, <laughs> two albums. And the, I guess the woman that he's making say "Ooh" in the second song—it sounds like fucking, fucking Velvet Underground and Nico. Like it's just like this deep voice, like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're making her expel gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did start laughing immediately as soon as "Make Me Say Ooh" started. Like it was immediately so hilarious. I mean, it's Make a- me say ooh. He wrote that. <laughs> he wrote that. That's like he wrote that, and it was like, dude, we got to get this recorded. Yeah, and all of them have just the limpest, airless moans. It, it's his easy listening, rhythmless. I need love, and to be honest, I need love is pretty bad too. But yeah. Yeah, that, for some reason that song's like super groundbreaking, but like just in general, I don't know. I think this is blasphemy, but I'm just not feeling LL Cool J. In no, general. agreed, agreed. You know? I think that song's bad. He I, he was there really early though. You know, like I, I think he was like a groundbreaking artist, but it either way, it you know who's not up. a groundbreaking artist? Yeah. So I had to look up Tenderoni because this is the second album we've done on this show oh, where someone yeah. says tenderoni because Shaq when we did oh, yeah. uh you can't stop the rain oh yeah referred to album. referred to himself as a tenderoni what do you think like... would be a better game to play today the fucking Marky Mark music video game or Shaq Fu oh, oh Shaq, Shaq Fu, Fu um, not, yeah. undoubtedly okay that makes sense uh, yeah, Shaq never blinded anybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah Shaq's a fucking national treasure dude he's probably done some bad things but 
we don't know about him. No. Yeah. So he's, he's great. A, he is a big. He did bully uh, Sean. We need one good man. <laughs> Let me have one good man. <laughs> he bullied the host of Hot Ones. It wasn't. It, it made me feel bad for All right. poor, poor Sean. All right. Okay. But anyway, a tenderoni is an easy to make stovetop macaroni product trademarked and produced by the Stokely Van Camp Food Company. Right. My favorite food Since- company. <laughs> Since its withdrawal from the U.S. market, the name has evolved into an urban slang term for a younger love interest of either gender or someone too young to talk to or become involved with. Michael oh, yeah. Jackson said tenderoni in the song Pretty Young Thing. And then that, there's a documentary about R. Kelly, uh, R. Kelly's tenderonis. R. Kelly was referenced Look, in the... Look, you swing and you miss. You gotta... <laughs> R. Kelly was referenced in the Urban Dictionary. Like, you know how they do a little example sentence... On Urban Dictionary, after they give you the definition, and it was, and R it was about R. Kelly. Yeah. It was looking for some tenderonies. Mm-hmm. Yikes! I'm pretty sure Bobby Brown too. New edition. I remember tenderoni was uh, one of those songs. Yeah, but I also don't think Marky Mark knows what tenderoni means when he Not says even it a little bit. Like, I don't think he knows I, what well anything. because Donnie wrote it. Yeah, he doesn't even know how to spell his own name. He's the guy who said word is born. Yeah, I mean, right? I want you. It's only you that I want to do the do to. Yeah, dude. It's uh I've Has never... he ever had sex? I don't know. Do you um, ever does anybody ever say do the do to to refer say to like, sexual? You, you could a... say like if you were like I don't know, completely inept and yeah, I really want to do you. That would be I guess acceptable. But you know, hey, you know what I like to do? I like to do the do to you. <laughs> I want to do the hump to hump. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> that would be better. It would be better. Yeah. Uh, and then on I Want You, uh, the hook has this like Ocean State job lot, Tony, Tony, Tony on the chorus. Mm-hmm. It's like Timmy, Tummy, Tammy. <laughs> Timmy, Tommy, Tammy. And it has uh, a completely unnecessary and very long like meatloaf piano intro. Gotta then- have it. What do you mean unnecessary? An extremely long and unnecessary two-minute-long outro as well. Every song on this album has a fucking minute intro. Uh, Yeah, if you take out the intros and outros, fucking long. It's like one song. (laughs) This album, that second album, is crazy in the terms of like the levels of self-indulgence. One that they made a second album in general is like insane. That right. there was no demand for that. No, there right. probably wasn't a demand for uh, music for the people. They probably just wanted that good vibrations. You get the single, and then that's all you need, really. Yeah, yeah. they were putting the cart before the horse, and then riding it until the wheels fell oh, off. Boy. <laughs> well, and I want you maybe like I feel like it's like uh, it, it's like representative of of the type of sex he's having, where like he says it lasted six minutes, but like there's only like two minutes of actual substance going on. Wow, six minutes. What a Casanova uh, over I mean, here. Yeah. yeah, you know, a nice long lovemaking session, six minutes. <laughs> That's right, how you guys? do it, right? Yeah. I want you. Yeah, this is, uh, I was going to say this earlier, but I forgot to, but um, it was like funny that he, uh, when he was being interviewed, I think on Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers' show, and she was asking him about, oh, yeah, she was like, how would you rate yourself in bed on a scale of, you know, zero to ten? I I give myself a two, and I'm being very generous. And then, uh, you know, he's talking about, he's like, well, you wouldn't ask, you know, to rate a girl because she just lies there. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. What? She doesn't do anything. She doesn't do anything. And then the entire crowd, you know, this 1991, like, hot, you know, 
pantsuited, like, you know, power shoulder padded crowd is just like, oh, boo. Like, they all start booing and, like, t- tisk tisking. And then she's like, he's like, he's like, well, you know, until, until with the childbirth thing. <laughs> he's like, nah, oh, shit. Uh, correct, 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 correct. Uh, yeah, no. When you're going to labor, obviously. <laughs> you're doing something. But other than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, save that one. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Just like I saved the world from 9-11. Well, geez, you know, I got to give the guy more credit then because uh, he did a really good job pretending to know how to have sex in, uh, in Boogie Nights. Right. You know, him in that scene with Julianne Moore where she's like, come on my tits. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Well, that's not so much worse than the headphones. <laughs> Yeah, Marky Mark ASMR is the fucking ASMR. Don't come on my tits, okay? Hey, yeah. Ma! (laughs) All right, let's go. Let's move on. We're almost done. We're going to do I Need Money. Do Uh, you need to? Yeah. I Need Money. It was a single... And then we're pretty much done. Then we're just doing the outro interview track. Thank God. Solution. Oh, from the second album. Yeah. Christ. All right. So we'll listen to I Need Money, I guess. I don't know. You got to do something. Yo, I need money. Oh. Yo, man, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yo, I ain't got no money to Yeah, man. That's exactly what I'm trying to say, man. Check it out. I need You know, we had to include that for some reason. <laughs> what an anthem. Well, look, primarily this is what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I got those same lyrics. Go for it. Well, it's Friday night, and I'm calling up my honey. Bitch, Bitch better, better have, have my, my money. money. Oh, goodness. Word. Because time's So Rihanna hard. was actually ripping off... Marky Wahlberg Damn, this whole time. What? <laughs> he's calling up. What? Why does she bitch? But is he a pimp in this song? <laughs> no, he's just a deadbeat boyfriend. Who's? <laughs> and he, all right, so he goes on to say, "Word, because times are hard." Yeah, I lost sure. my job, my wallet, my friends, and my credit card. He lost his friends. So he's, you already know he's leaning on his friends for money as well. All you got to do is call the car credit card company. They'll give you a new car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're uh, very rich, Donnie D. Like, then he says, yeah. Then he says, my brother is a millionaire and he didn't even share. For all he cares, I could be in the welfare. Wow. I mean, he's also producing this fucking album. So right. there's no yeah. chance that he's just going to let you starve. <laughs> you have a steady diet of ground Can beef. You, the fucking audacity to fucking put the lyrics of like, yo, my brother don't give a shit about me. <laughs> I made the fucking beats, you asshole. <laughs> I wrote all the rhymes. The only I paid for the studio time, you fucking ass. What are you talking I gave, about? I gave that girl crack in a video. You fucking moron. <laughs> Killed I don't her. give a shit about you. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I, in that same LA Times article where they said he was like a toddler, uh, they asked him about that, and he's like, well, I hope people realize it's a comedic album. <laughs> <laughs> Truer words have never been said. Oh, Comic my God. genius. One of the top comedy albums of all time. <laughs> right up there with Bill Cosby. Hey. Yeah, Bill Cosby himself, Sean Sullivan, Song and Dance Man. We got them all. We yeah. did them all. Yeah, I think that's all that needs to be said about that. Should we just 
take it away with the outro. Yeah, let's just play the solution. Let's. This play. is the. So this is. We're the, gonna play it in, in in its entirety. I think. Yeah. There's nobody's coming for the copyright on this. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually gonna be like, oh. Can you imagine if this was the one we got sued over? <laughs> They're just like, oh, finally we fucking get some residual. We get that fucking fraction of a penny because someone played the outro. <laughs> They're looking at the numbers like, holy shit, guys. Somebody played the outro to, you got to believe, four times in one day. That hasn't happened in 25 years. This is, so this is kind of like, this is the end of Mark Wahlberg hip hop. Because after this, he goes and he makes two reggae albums, and then he makes Fear, and then he's a movie star. So this is kind of like an he appropriate... Makes, wait, he makes two reggae albums? He goes to Germany, and he makes reggae albums that, like, pop in Germany. Yeah. It was like a collaboration with a German reggae artist. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, I, 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 look I, don't, the... I don't need you to look it up. I no. just need look, to know that is that cor- that's corroborated. I didn't research it beyond knowing that it did happen. That it happened. Yeah, it's on his Wikipedia, and that's all that matters to me. Shout out to all our German stoppies. Let us know if this was a critical period in German yes. music. <laughs> it's been a blast, and I feel like the only way to send ourselves off is with the solution. Mm. Let's find out. What the solution really is. The Yo, final solution. Tell me the solution. The final solution. Jesus. <laughs> We're here with the uh, very hot new rapper on the music scene. Uh, I guess you could call him a rapper. His name's Mark. Mark. Hey, man. I guess you, you could call him a rapper. I'm all right, man. How you doing? Hey, man. I'm all right. Hey. But you know, man, I was wondering, man, there's a uh, lot of people out there who seem to think that uh, Marky Mark is just too commercial. How do you feel about that, man? I really don't give a fuck. Uh, I see. Fuck. Well, uh, you know, there's a lot of people also out there who uh, basically feel that you're just a fluke, a one-hit wonder. Um, do you have anything to say about that? Yeah, sort of. What? Uh, I see. Well, um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, you've been working with your brother on the past two albums. Uh, so what, man? What's up? Uh, anyway, um... Do you have anything you'd like to say to uh, people out there who uh, have been trying to say that you're basically just a fluke? Do you have any last words you'd like to say to them? <laughs> yeah, I got something I'd like to say to them. Fuck! <laughs> you know, for a guy who beats the shit out of uh, Vietnamese people, he sure enjoys their cuisine. You know what I like so much about that outro is that... It's gonna make the same joke. I was gonna say... That outro is designed for the haters. It's Us. just it's a message straight to the fucking people that would never ever make it that far into this album. No. So they'll never hear it and he's just like I don't give a I don't give a fuck. And to, what do you want to say to all the people who call you fluke? See. Fuck. <laughs> and that's how they that's how he ends his fucking hip hop solo career. That's it. Funky Bunch, nowhere to be found. Funky Bunch. <laughs> That's something. Can we just talk about the, the the lack of, really, what are we listening to? Ten songs, probably? Right. Yeah. Funky Bunch, not really a big factor. No. No. They're, no. They're, they're just his. Mark, Mark is, for better or worse, carrying the load. They're his, they're his Trump's I Love the Blacks. <laughs> <laughs> They are. They the are, blacks love me. They are like ju- they do just function as like a a, a meat shield to. <laughs> He's Trump's to, Conway to the Kanye West. That he knew he would be. Yes. 
They're meat shields to the criticisms that he knew were going to be leveled at him. So he's like, well, if we're going to do this right, I better surround myself with black people for legitimacy. They know how to dance. <laughs> I'll just take my fucking shirt off. I'll just take my, my pants, pants off. Yeah. I'll just take it all off. Man, this fucking guy. <laughs> wow, he's really terrible, isn't he? Like, there's, I feel like we came into this with like a general understanding of, of how terrible he is and also like a historical understanding and uh, legal understanding of how terrible he is. But like... There, there were various layers of clothing, so to speak, that we peeled off of his uh, his visage tonight. And wow, is he really awful? Yeah, I don't know why. For some reason, going into Marky Mark, going into these albums, I for some reason like I got it in my head like that he was gonna be a competent rapper. Like what? I don't know. I just I thought just like a white man I was giving a mediocre white man a, an automatic well, pass. No, because well, we listened to that Kevin Federline album that turned out to not be that bad. It wasn't good, but it wasn't. Um, it, it shockingly wasn't that it terrible. Wasn't I, saw, that I saw your eyebrow. All right. Uh, you know, and I just th- I didn't fine. think it was gonna be good, but I was like, I hope this isn't another one of those episodes where it's just like mediocre and we have to kind of like build a, a story for it. But like, no, this was like truly it's really bad, god awful. It's real garbage. But there is like, so I I I'll stand by the production of Good Vibrations, and you gotta <laughs> believe like there are beats on here that are good, and well, put them in the hands of a competent like lyricist like could turn it into something. He's just not that guy but but it's also not like i don't i'm not like any of like the big songs i'm not like offended like i'm not like if they were playing if good vibrations plays in a bar i'm not like oh can you believe the fucking music in this place this sucks shit no but i think good vibrations is like the exception like that's right. definitely the best of the be- the cream of the crop for this uh the project. emphasis of the cream so you're giving credit to the beats but you have to also recognize it all of it's it's a patchwork of other people's talent and it's just like you know a very honestly kind of lazy like barely stitched together like mashup you know it's it's not even like girl talk level you know what i mean it's just like okay let's just take this like you know this ice cube like iconic ice cube fucking you know song sample and and let's let's say sexually assault her like over it like it really slowed down like you know, even the, even the beats, you can't give credit for the beats because they're all just stolen, right? Like, there, there's no individual, like, authentic spin on it. It's just like, okay, we're going to take 20 seconds of this song and then smash it together with 20 minutes of this other song and then have inept idiots fucking stumble flow over it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's let's quantify this. Let's go ahead. Damn thing. Very, put a bow on it. Yeah, put that do. bow on it. Oh. Punch that bow in the eye. Is <laughs> that a I, slur that I didn't know? No, about? it's not. <laughs> I just can I just can I just say if uh, if you if you're not tired of uh, Mark Wahlberg talk, March 2020 we're launching oh uh, on Two Boys in a Balcony. We're gonna do uh, it's it's uh, Marchy March. We're doing oh. we're doing strictly the non New England films of Mark. Wahlberg. <laughs> wow. We're doing a special month on Two Boys in a Balcony. It's again, if, if your listeners, if, if you guys like movies also, <laughs> not just music, <laughs> we do the same kind of like neurotic, like too deep dive where you go like, what, what, who, what is wrong with you guys? <laughs> right. That we do on this show. And- I, I'm, I'm just getting started talking about Mark Wahlberg. Wow. And, and uh, we can't wait for that. Yeah, that's, that's exciting that's, news. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So he's uh, uh, such a fascinating little fucking hero of New England. 
He's on the mantle, for better or for worse. You know, if he's only, on the Mount Rushmore. If he's, only he had been at Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> if only he had been. If only he'd been at the Boston Tea Party or uh, Bunker Hill. You if know? only he had been at Columbine. Can There's he punch so many... global warming in the eye? Oh Jesus! You'd hope if he believed in global warming. He won't believe it until his fucking he's only just, he's flood only just water. He's come around on same-sex marriage. So <laughs> we got a ways to go with climate change. <laughs> Mark, what did you vote for? You didn't vote for Ed Markey, did you? Markey. M a r k i e. They're trying to give more money to the D i u g g i e s, and I don't. Gosh, Mark. All right, so we got to break this fucking album on a scale of zero to negative five of something, some sort of a quantifier, and then as our esteemed guest. A zero to negative five is the scale that we use? Yeah, because mm. nothing on this show that we review is good. Oh, the boy. best you can hope for is true neutral. Every once in a while, we give something a little bit over a zero. Okay. like Like the first. Very rare. Extremely rarely. Um, but mostly it's zero to negative five of something, and you get to pick that quantifier. Oh. So what's that going to be, Sean Sullivan? Uh, so I'm going to give this zero national tragedies averted. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of zero to negative five national tragedies averted because of the involvement of Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I think I honestly don't. <laughs> I found it less the music less offensive than I ever would have thought. Um, it's bad. It's not good, but like it is listenable. So um, I'm gonna go zero. I'm gonna go zero. What? Out of I don't. You know. I just look. I, I it's some. I can't. The guy made a thing and then he turned it into something else. I, I can't fault the guy for. I can't. I I'm a yes. Worse you rapper. can. I'm, I'm a worse rapper than Mark Wahlberg. So I can't. We're not. Yeah, we're not. So, <laughs> yeah, look, and I'm not. Hey, I'm not trying to put pressure on you guys. I'm gonna go zero because. Uh, I mean, listen, I've re- released records. You I can also, listen to them. <laughs> I also look. I don't wanna. I don't wanna be walking down the street one day and all of a sudden Mark Wahlberg pops me in the fucking eye because he heard me on this podcast trash his fucking music. That is a Dude, risk. Mark, Mark Wahlberg doesn't have the fucking attention span to listen to this shit. Oh, Are you kidding me? He's gonna be coming. He's gonna be filming something in Boston. <laughs> Just Shutting down the streets. Right. He's going to be filming something here. Yeah. Yeah, no. Fuck that, dude. Come on. A zero? <laughs> podcast Shut movie. the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the wow. fuck up. This is our guest, Heather. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It is insane, Give it a negative it's 110. Insane. No, it's shit. It's, it's, you, it is your right. I'm going to go zero. I think Good Vibrations is a fun song. I think you got to believe it's okay. a fun song. You. This was a 55-minute album. Do the math. How many fun songs, even just the album that you listened to, <laughs> how many fun songs did you hear? Look, he versus... did a whole verse defending Mike Tyson. I can't, like... <laughs> that was the, Donnie. Do you know how much fun we've had the last two hours? That means nothing to you people. <laughs> it means so much you to fucking us. fucking monsters. Oh, my God. Sean, I'm so sorry. I, I'm not sorry with for disagreeing with you, but I... I, I have truly had, and we we turn tragedy to triumph here. That's right. right. We are the true underground dog story. Just like yeah. a business class seat on 9-11, we turn tragedy into a triumph. Nope. I, I'm going to do this He's next. a great man, and we salute you, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Look, Boogie Nights was good. <sighs> this album, or these couple of albums, this project <laughs> was not no, good. Nope. Yeah, yeah, sure, you have one good song. Good Vibrations. It's a bop. Uh, aside from that, atrocious. Absolutely. Uh, worse than... Uh, what's the worst Mark Wahlberg movie? 
This got to be. Uh, boy, I'm a big fan. So <laughs> let's see, because this is gonna this is gonna determine my ranking. If he has a movie that's worse than this album, then maybe I won't give it what I want to give. Uh, oh, Ted Two is probably. I gotta mm, imagine that's up there. Ted Two's bad. Uh, I think this is worse. I'm gonna give Marky Mark a negative four. Uh, National crises averted. Uh, because it sucks real bad. That ain't bad. Be- that's bad because that means four national crises were not averted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's Jesus. responsible now oh, for these. Na- well, you gave it a zero, so that means not a single national crisis was averted. Every single one happened. Fair. <laughs> God. Yeah, like I-, I would say honestly, at best, this shit is atrocious, and it like at- or like at best, this shit is corny and cheesy and empty. And at worst, it's like offensive. It takes an art form and just turns it into such a cliche and such like a just say no slogan of itself that it's it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for everyone involved. There's a reason why he doesn't fucking talk about this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I is, mean like I said, he's more ashamed of this. Right. Wow. I, um, All right. When you put it like that, <laughs> I'll go negative one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bravo. I mean... All right, you convinced me. (laughs) This shit is fucking bad. It's bad. Um, But those reggae albums, though. (laughs) I'm sure the reggae albums were fire, but... I just, I just wish it never happened. I think he wishes it never happened because again, it wasn't necessary. He didn't I don't know need... if he would have got famous if not for this, though. Do you? Don't you think this he... kind of no propelled he... him? I mean, he literally got famous because of this. Yeah, this propelled him into his film career. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't get, uh, he's not in Renaissance Man with Danny DeVito. <laughs> Without oh, the good vibration, he's not finger banging Reese Witherspoon. Um, yeah, fuck Marky Mark, fuck this album. I don't gotta believe. I don't want you. This uh, is music for the people, and you people are not of the people. <laughs> You're not making me Your say. Enemies. I'm Ooh. back to zero. God damn it. <laughs> he's a national treasure. I'm gonna take a walk on the wild side. I'm giving this a negative four point five. Oh my god! Because wow. what's the redeeming qualities on this shit? Fork review. Uh, good vibrations and, and that's some it. of the beats, and uh, it, it made me laugh. Okay, I did have a great time laughing See, with you. That's yes. all that matters. That's what I would. I rate all that's of Marky you. That's Mark. That's why he's for the people. He said it was a comedy album. We had a couple chuckles. <laughs> We did. And we couldn't have done it without you, Sean Sullivan, our incredible guest. Thank hey, you thank so you guys much. Thank you for having me on. Oh, you're, great. you're such a blessing. It's an all-time classic. It really is. It really you, is. Your Mackie Mock monologue was what I was in tears, and I can't Mackie wait. Mackie Mock's Maz monologue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maz monologue. Mac, yeah. did you hear they, they give you a negative 4.5 on the show? They're very mean. I don't. I didn't care for it. <laughs> I think your music's great, honey. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. We can, can do we that. have you back just to do the just Marky Mark Yeah, anytime. I got nothing to do. Just pop in. <laughs> You're a father of two. Yeah, but they go to sleep at some point. <laughs> uh, it's true. Yeah, real Marky Mark. To... Real Marky Mark hours here. We're, we're we late in go the studio. We got to do yeah. this. All right. Oh, yeah. Let's sign off. Um, Sean, why don't you tell us where we can find you? Do I? So I'm so bad. Uh, you can. Uh, I have an album on Spotify and Apple Music and all that. It's a, a stand-up album called Song and Dance Man. Uh, you can listen to that. I steal it. I don't awesome. give a shit. I have shows. I'm in I'm Boston. In with my family. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do stand up. You know, all the time. I'm uh, at the Comedy Studio a lot. I'm at Laugh Boston a lot. I'll be at Laugh Boston New Year's Eve this year uh, cool. for two shows. And I got a podcast, Two Boys in a Balcony, uh, where we just talk about movies 
and we make laughs and we have fun. So All right. And you can find us at makeitstoppodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at makeitstopcast. You can email us at makeitstoppodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, if you like what we do, if you manage to listen this far, please give us a little review, a little rating. We still have to, like, save ourselves from the angsty Tool fans and the one Five Iron Frenzy fan that really hated us. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to him. Oh, and if you've listened this far, you know what we forgot to do. What? I'm Mike Dunn. Oh my god. I'm Heather Mack. <laughs> You're listening to Make It Stop. Oh my god. Bad music. Good times. Alright, we got it in. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Make It Stop podcast is recorded at the Boston Free Radio podcast studio located at Somerville Media Center in Union Square in Somerville. It is produced and edited by Heather McCormick and the music that we use for our show has been produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.